Hello, and welcome to the News Cycle. I'm Jihan Moon, and I'll be your host for today. It's Monday, April 12th. It has been over a year of quarantine, and Davis High students have had to adapt and change a variety of aspects of their lives. Throughout the course of the pandemic, local athletics programs have had to adapt to evolving guidelines and regulations, impacting DHS student-athletes. Jenna Olivari has the story. Over the course of the past year, sports have had to adapt to limitations and challenges set forth by the pandemic. In Davis, most athletics came to a screeching halt around March 13, 2020. At the time, Spring sports had just begun, and current Davis High senior Mia Mark was excited for her first softball game of the season. I don't think we even got to league games. I think we just played like a couple games out of league, like a couple scrimmages and stuff. It was crazy because the day that we heard the announcement and everything, we had all actually just gotten ready for a game, like had just put on our uniforms and everything. We were supposed to go play an away game, and we heard the announcement, and our coach texted us like, we don't have a game today. So we all had to go back to class. With sports on pause, many teams shifted to new training methods. Junior Alex Barth quickly began training with her synchronized swimming team via Zoom. We did three days a week online workouts. And then we also started to do one day a week an online dance class just to like keep moving. And then our coach really kept in touch with us and had us send in like workout videos, stretching videos, and all that every week, just so that we could keep doing what we do. Without the typical practices and structured schedule, some athletes found themselves lacking motivation to continue training on their own. Junior Dean Folks felt little drive to keep running after the track and field season was cut short. I personally kind of stopped exercising, though I really should have been. They tried to provide us with some suggestions of workouts to do on our own, but it's always hard to find motivation uh, when it's just you. When you're in the group with everyone there, it's way easier to do hard workouts and run for much longer than when you're by yourself. Other students like Mark took advantage of the break to hone their individual skills. I feel like it was even better for me to have that time to just focus on myself. I'm gonna go play in college. So I really worked on myself and growing my own skills and working on what I needed to work on. When August rolled around, high school athletics were still not allowed to resume. Some fall sports, such as field hockey and football, were allowed to condition together with masks and social distancing. Over the next few months, the county toggled between different risk level tiers. As a result, athletics guidelines frequently changed. Senior Josh Faith is a longtime gymnast at Davis Diamonds Gymnastics. Faith experienced several iterations of in-person and Zoom practices. Throughout the past year, it's pretty much been like a roller coaster because we've been able to come back four times after being shut down, but each time has been different. So we came back and we were just allowed to do normal workouts. Um, And then COVID got bad again. So we were shut down, we were doing Zoom workouts. And then at some point we came back and we were allowed to do outdoor workouts. <laughs> so it's just kind of this like, we, it got better and then it got worse and then it got better and got worse. For many student athletes, sports are an integral part of their day-to-day lives. 
For Faith, gymnastics has been a significant part of his life for the past 14 years. At the very beginning, there was a three-month period where we were only doing Zoom workouts and we weren't actually in the gym. And that was very tough because I've always had that kind of outlet for my stress. And I've always used exercise as a way to kind of just like get away from my normal life. And also I have a really amazing team that we, you know, we work out together and enjoy working out together a lot. And so to not have that social aspect was definitely very difficult for me. This spring, sports have begun to reopen. Fall sports were able to have a condensed version of their typical season. While grateful for the opportunity to compete, sophomore Thomas Doherty was disappointed to miss some of his favorite aspects of cross country. The meets were just dual meets and we didn't get to go down to Mount Sac, which was our yearly trip to Disneyland in just Southern California. So it felt like, it felt like half a season, I would say. I was just happy we were able to compete in actual meets and run against other teams. And it was nice, we got to compete against Jesuit and we beat them. Now, spring sports like track and field and lacrosse are in full swing with continued precautions. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Jenna Olivari reporting. After a year of quarantine, students have grown much more vocal on social media platforms about political matters, expressing their opinions on issues which can no longer be discussed in person. Renee Zhang has the story. The month of March marks one year since the beginning of quarantine in 2020, and although everyone is aware of the pandemic's direct consequences, the year-long shelter-in-place has also brought about several hidden, secondary changes. In Davis and several surrounding communities, residents have experienced a heightened state of politics and social activism, especially amongst young adults on social media platforms. Davis High Jr. Drew Liu uses his Instagram platform to promote awareness for political issues that are important to him. I would say I've become more politically active during quarantine. Online classes have a lighter workload, and with that, I definitely ended up spending some more time on social media, which inevitably ends up increasing the amount of political topics I encounter. Near the beginning of quarantine, summer 2020 is really when political activity really made constant headlines day after day for weeks. And the same goes for a lot of my peers. I saw several of them at protests last summer, and it's very common to see political or informational posts shared on people's Instagram stories. Junior Yu Yu Shu attributes this upsurge in activism to increased visibility through social media. Now that like everyone's at home and then like everyone's on Instagram or like on Twitter or whatever they do, like it's just nonstop politics because that's just like what's there in the news like there isn't that much else to talk about because you're not like in person hanging out with your friends so you can't like talk about like the latest fashion trend instead it's like you open new york times it's politics you open instagram it's politics so it's just that politics is like the new trend or like the new thing that everyone's talking about she cautions other students and young adults about the bandwagon mentality that often comes attached with social media one thing that people should really watch out for is like the hive mindset. Like just because your friends are like, oh, we should cancel this political figure or we should cancel this celebrity or whatever, like doesn't mean that you should like just jump into it. You should think about like how you feel about it because like there's a lot of things where you're going to disagree with your friends. And I'm like, that's totally fine. Starting in June of 2020 with the growth of the Black Lives Matter movement, 
and most recently with the increasing instances of racism towards Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, students like Leo and Shu continue to use social media to bring awareness to issues regarding race and economic inequality. Some issues that are important to me are race and gender related discrimination and inequality on both systematic and individual levels. On many issues, there are informational posts on like how to take action, such as signing a petition or sending a message to a local representative. Those are all easy to do and don't take up much of my time. Shu encourages all students to vocalize their stance on political topics that they feel deserve attention. I feel like the first step is like just reposting things. People don't know what you think about until like you actually say something about it. Because like if you just tell your friends, your friends aren't going to go like to their friends and say, oh, this person believes that in this political issue. Like, no, you have to like say it yourself. For BlueDevilHub.com, this is Renee Xiang. The News Cycle is produced by the Blue Devil Hub in collaboration with the Davis Enterprise. Katrina Haas and Jihan Moon are the producers. Our theme music is by Daniel Ruiz Jimenez. Thank you for listening. See you next week, Davis.